Heroes Not Included is a serialized story podcast featuring actual play of Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition from Wizards of the Coast. Wizards of the Coast own their respective trademarks, copyrights, and related materials. A special thanks to all the great people at Wizards of the Coast for all their hard work creating wonderful games for us to play. Previously on Heroes Not Included. So um, we head down into a very foul-smelling tunnel. It's very dark. Um, We head south along a stone uh, walkway, and then we come to a bridge along a Pooh River. So we had gone into a a couple different dead ends at this point, and we're trying to figure out what to do. We go through Pooh. I'm on your shoulders, Brick. And then there's a small ledge that we find, and I find a hidden door. Inside are three Kenku and two skeletons, and also, what's his name? Losser Merclean. Yes, Losser. We find Losser um, cowering. The fight kind of goes on between those two, and then we kind of jump in and clean up everything, but not before the Kenkus run off with the stone. So we give chase. We run into a gazer, another Kenku, slows us down, so we get farther away from the Kenkus with the stone. Heroes not included. Brick! <laughs> so I'm gonna charge at the gazer who moved out of my darkness okay. and try and run towards it and then blast it from underneath it. Well, don't Hello? you have your. Oh, yeah, you don't have your mace out yet. Wasn't Brick able to hear his voice saying something that he didn't say? Well, yeah, but he's apparently busy trying to kill the gazer. <laughs> yeah. He's uh, one thing at a time for old Brick. It's a 23. He tends to get focused, okay? Yeah. 23 is a hit. That is six points. Okay. Yeah. Ganesh! Am I out of the thing now that... I mean, if it was able yeah. to move out of it, then... Yeah, you just had to move a little bit to put it back into it. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're probably at the edge. Yeah, you're probably at the edge. If you step backwards, you are out of the radius of this darkness. Well, I couldn't feel that the darkness moved at all, so I don't know that there's only a step behind me. That's true. It's emptiness. I guess it's true. So, um, I guess... You did hear Brick run on, though. And you have been in his magical darkness before, so you know that it's centered on Famously. Okay, well... (laughs) So you do know those things. I guess I'm going to step back to see if the Kenku is also out of it now. Okay. Uh, Yeah, you kind of step back, and you don't have to worry about disengage, because the Kenku itself had kind of tried to get out of the darkness as well. And you see, and it is looking severely wounded. Well, then I'm Crispy. going to run at it. Swing? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so 23. <laughs> Hit. And then... Ugh, only four points of damage. Tell me, Ganesh, how do you kill this it's Kenku? Enough. Oh, I just axe it in the <clears throat> chest. Okay. Jeez. <coughs> You hear bird bones breaking, and it falls with a squawk. Officer of the law, can I ask you a question? (laughs) All right. Uh, The gazer then, again, in Brick's voice, says, I hit it down towards the ground! Shoot at the ground! It's not me! It is me! Don't listen to him! He's trying to impersonate me! Oh, that's a four. That's a (laughs) four-syllable word, giving itself up. Yeah. (laughs) Impersonate. 
<laughs> Not true. Not true. It is true. Pandy, what do you do? You hear this argument coming out of the darkness. Well, I'm not sure who's who, but I know I like both of you. So, <laughs> Kinku's gone, so I'm gonna take a full move action and try to run towards where I saw the Kinku that we're, we were chasing going. Upstairs. Okay, yep. see if you can get through there? Yep. Okay. I'm just gonna charge on through. Why don't you give me a athletics check okay. for this charge to see if you hit anything on your way through. Okay, famously a bad roll for me. 13. Hey! You make it through scot-free, you see the stairs, and you go running up the stairs. Alright, break! Uh, goodbye, friends! I just continue to blast its belly. Okay. You hear Pandy yell, Goodbye, friends! That is a 20. Hit! Oh, nice! 14 points of damage. Very nice. Tell me, Brick. Yeah. How do you kill this gazer? Probably, like, heats up, bubbles, uh-huh. and then pops. Pops. All right, yeah. Okay, Ganesh, you see Pandy run right by you through the darkness, and you hear Pandy yell, I'm going after the birds. Uh, I take after. Okay. So I kind of snap my fingers, and all the darkness kind of wraps up to a point and okay. goes away, Ooh. and I, I go follow. You're running after the birds, too, up the stairs. All right. Uh, Eddie. Yes? So you have had a peaceful day at the tavern. There's been customers came in for breakfast, customers came in for lunch. You're obviously very worried about this dead blue bird. What are you currently doing, and what would you like to do? So, there are a couple of things I want to accomplish. I definitely want to go to our neighbor, the P.I., the okay. Tiger's Eye, okay. is what it's called. You make your way up the steps, and you get up into the little sort of micro foyer. Mm-hmm. And just the other side of the, the main door is this little sort of receiving hall. And at the end of it is a door with a, a, a window in it. And it <laughs> says, Tiger's Eye, Private Investigator. And um, you hear some kind of music coming from the other side of uh, the door. I try the door, because this is a business. Door is open. Uh, so I head in. Okay, you head in, and you see sitting in a uh, dressing gown with a cravat and uh, a long elvish pipe, uh, you see the proprietor, Vincent Trench. And he's sitting there, and he's listening. Uh, you see this uh, lute. It's playing itself, and it's playing a song. And he says, oh, uh, come in, come in. Is it a really nice lute? It Seems to be elven made. Nice. I'm gonna say, I also play the lute. Hi, Vinny, Mr. Trench. I require your services. Ah, I see. Well, that's lovely. I just so happen to be looking for another job. Please come in and sit down. And he kind of motions towards a chair. Can I get a read on this guy? <laughs> you can, you, uh, yeah, give me an insight check. He's been a real jerk to me in the past, so I, I can tell you what him. your uh, insight is if you want to know. Yeah, sure. So uh, insight's wisdom, wisdom, so it's a okay, plus one. So plus one. That's yeah. what I thought. Okay, so that's a seven. Hmm. Well, seems, seems fine to you. First of all, I'd like to ask if you have any affiliations with any bad guys. Oh, 
I don't know what you mean by bad guys. You know, the Centaurum oh, or Xanathar's no, Guild. Oh, no, no, no. Would you care for some tea? I don't really trust you yet, so no, thank you. Well, mm. they're but very frank. I just want... I simply work for myself. That seems nice. And then, of course, those that pay me. So, yeah, what, what kind of... What kind of fees are we talking here? Let's talk money before I spill the beans. Ah, well, that would depend on what you wish for me to do. Give me a ballpark. Ranges from one gold to ten gold a day. Do I have the ability to cancel your services before you have figured out my problem? Oh, you can cancel any time you like. Unfortunately, there is no money-back guarantee. Of course, of course. But, you know, if you start really spending the dough, costing me a lot of money, not getting me any information, I can cut you off. Oh, I am not that kind of proprietor. Let me just say that all funds must be paid in advance. However, if you choose to cancel the service, any information that I might happen to come across gets to be mine. Oh, this sounds really sketchy. I um, assure you, this is all above board. You can ask all of the guilds, and in fact, your friend, the policeman. Gunesh? Yes. <gasps> I happen to have a well-credentialed portfolio. I sort of not realizing I'm making fun of him mm -hmm. say, well, that is fascinating. Now tell me, what is your problem that I can help you with? Are we looking for someone? Sort of. Something? Has someone been cheating on you and you find yourself filled with rage? <laughs> No, that's not really the situation at all, to be honest. Filled with rage. Um, well, I wouldn't say that I'm... I'm actually... Yeah, well, I'm more sad. Anyways, so I've got this... I've got this sister. I call her Charlie. Her real name's Charlotte. Charlotte. Yes, that's the name I said. Um, <laughs> and she is my sister... And I love her. And, you know, we don't get to see each other very often, but we have communications via letters often. And we use this carrier bluebird named Blue, who yesterday I found nailed to the door of my business. And I, I brought Blue okay. and the nail that was used, and I hold it out to my new best friend, Vinny. You see, he kind of recoils a little bit, and his eyes get really wide, and then it gets real narrow, and he says, That is grotesque. Yeah, it really bothers me, too, but I think maybe not in the same way it bothers you. Um, are you a vegetarian? Oh, no. I happen to enjoy a whole variety of Meats. Listen, Vinny, you are really giving me the creeps. Oh, I'm terribly sorry. No, it's okay. You know, everybody's different, and sometimes it's just a vibe thing. Um, really, I just was wondering if, like, I just want someone to check in on my sister. I would be delighted. 
But like, how much would it cost if I have to pay you up front? I just am really worried. Does your sister Charlotte live in town? No. I will need travel money. (gasps) Where does she live? I don't really know exactly where she is right Mm. now. I'll tell you what. What? I happen to appreciate this dilemma dearly. For I haven't seen my family in so many nights. But I can say I will find out the state in which your sister resides for only one gold. You have touched my heart in a way few do. Well, yeah, I have a way with words, but, um... Uh, so that makes sense. But anyways, I think one gold sounds pretty good, but could we get a written contract? Of course we can. And he reaches over into, um, like a, a wooden box, and he pulls out a scroll, and he unrolls it, and he says, Peruse at your leisure. I'm going to read it over. Does it look pretty cool? A lot of legalese, but... Looks like a written contract and, uh, you know, says one gold per day. Per day? Mm-hmm. One gold per day plus travel expenses. Okay. He says, do you need a pen? I'm going to, okay, here's the thing. Would you mind terribly if I wrote my own version of the contract and you signed mine too? So you need a pen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. He pulls out this huge feathered pen. I mean, the, the feather must be two and a half feet long. Oh, my God. I love that. Oh, my God. I love this pen. I mean, you might be a little creeped out by him, but you're kind of looking around the place, and everything's very well appointed. I, I, like, I, I like his style, but uh-huh. he's really weird in the way that he talks. He hands you a, a shift of paper, and he hands you the pen. So I, in my very bad handwriting, write, Vincent Trench agrees to find Charlotte Evergreen and... If you would be so kind, I would appreciate it if that would read Esquire Trent. Oh, okay. So I sort of cross it out and... I write, I do a little, like, I do a little carrot in there and put in parentheses... Esquire Trench after Vincent Trench. This legal thing is really stressing me out. If you're enjoying this Heroes Not Included episode, you can follow us on Twitter at HNI underscore podcast for the latest news and show updates. Also, please consider becoming a patron. Our patrons not only help us keep the lights on, they also gain special behind-the-screen access, including patron-only podcasts, videos, and more. To become a patron, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash heroes not included. Vincent Trench, carrot, Esquire Trench, agrees to find my sister Charlotte Evergreen for one gold a day plus travel expenses. No... Wild charges. None. No funny business. Just brass tacks. Absolutely. 
I am not someone prone to being funny. <laughs> oh my god. So I just like creep face. Okay, so I like really quickly just sign the thing that he gave me, sign the thing that I give him, mm-hmm. date it. As soon as you sign everything and he signs everything, he stands up with a flourish and he walks over to a wardrobe and the wardrobe opens up. Oh, cool. And uh, he uh, takes off his uh, dressing gown to reveal uh, a, a nicely tailored outfit. And he reaches in and he puts on this huge sort of cloak. I'm always cold too, but that's because I died from, from a frost blast, so it's different. But I like your cloak. Yeah, he puts on this huge cloak. It's very sort of ornately designed. And uh, he grabs a walking stick and he says, Thank you. Some think I'm too fey, but I say, give it what you got. Yes. Too fey, too pay. Okay. He says, I'll be back with information hopefully soon. That is, if all goes well. Well, bye. Um, and I get out of there. Okay. I also, so I'm... As you walk down the steps, he walks down behind you, and then he turns sharply and kind of swishes and swooshes away. Come by for a drink sometime. Thank you. Shoot. Okay, now back to y'all. Well done. All right, so the first person up the stairs, you notice that there are a long set of stairs, two stories, but at the top, you see daylight. Hmm. Okay. And Pandy, as you run through the top, you notice that it's like some sort of cellar doors or something that have been busted open. Okay. And as you come out, you notice you come out into an alleyway and you see the tail of a kinku go around the corner at the end of the alleyway. Okay. I'm going to sprint after. Okay. And then, um, to, do they go to the right? Yeah. Then I'm going to yell back as loud as mm-hmm. I can. They went to the right! Okay, so and you sprint I, after. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was second up the stairs? I believe that was Ganesh. Mm-hmm. Ganesh, yeah. You get up to the top just as um, you see Pandy go around the corner at the end of the alleyway to the right. We're headed right! Okay. You start <laughs> running that way. Brick, you uh, start running up the stairs and you get to the top of the stairs and you see, you get to the top of the stairs just as you see Ganesh go to the right around the corner at the end of the alleyway. Mm-hmm. So I assume you take off with a sprint. Take off to the right. As you're running, Brick, you notice that the alleyway kind of twists and morphs and kind of disappears. <gasps> Ooh. Ooh. You see it kind of gets swirling black smoke. What's happening? And it feels like you're kind of running in place all of a sudden. <laughs> and you see your dear best friend who visited you just maybe a week before kind of walk up next to you. And he says... Back in town, buddy. <laughs> Brick, slow down. I, I, I need to find my friends. Oh, I am going to help you with that. Oh, that's nice of you. Yes, indeed. But before I do, I just wanted to talk to you for a brief moment. You know, Brick, how I told you that I always look after you? Y- yes. I've been with you through thick and thin. Correct. And you love all of these wonderful abilities that I have made sure that you got. They are very nice and come very much in handy. 
Right, exactly. Now imagine with me for a moment what you could do with all of that money, money. that that stone of Golar could get for you. Oh, it's so much money. Think of all the ways that you could help your friends, help other people, and most importantly, help you. That makes so much sense. After everything that you have been through, don't you think that it's about time Brick gets bricks? That's right. So here is my plan. I'm going to help you catch him. But when you get that stone of Golar, you have to be sneaky. Because your friends aren't going to know that you're setting them up for a wonderful surprise. Oh. Right? You're going to surprise them. But you've got to get that stone and keep it. Keep it. So that you can use it. For, for me? For you. And then also, of course, for your friends. Of, of course. Can you do that for me, Brick? Can you get the stone? Yes. And, and then I can, give him a hug. He, he hugs you back. He <sighs> gives you a pat. You know, and you kind of smells like leather and sandalwood. Mm. and cinnamon. Corruption. Correct. All the things that Brick would love. <laughs> Especially the corruption. He gives you a big pat on your back and he says, we're going to change the world, Brick. You and I. Yes, we are. Now, go get him. And with that, you notice that you find yourself running again and it's like it's like the, the alleyway just kind of whooshed, warped into back around you. As you go running around the corner, you notice that you're right behind Ganesh, even though you weren't when you started. Mm. Mm. Ganesh, you can see Pandy up in front of you, and you notice that Brick is somehow like caught up to you. And I'm running full tilt. Yeah. <laughs> Even faster than I, yeah. Your friend has told you, hey, this is what we can do to change the world. As you're running, you're noticing that the Ginku, Pandy up ahead of you, passes something off to another Ginku, and then Ken-ku. passes it off to another Kenku, and you see four of them dart in four different directions. Did I see which one was last being given to? Give me a perception check. Okay. Ooh, that's a seven. You don't know. Do you go west, northwest, north, or east? I'm going to go west and then shout back to them, I don't know which one has it. Follow the others. Okay, so you dart west. Chasing that one. Ganesh, you hear that, and you're not sure what others he's talking about. All you see are just dashes of feathers in the distance, and people getting shuffled and buffled. Okay, I just pick one of them and North, just take Northwest off. or east? East. Okay, you take east. Um, as you're running up there, you see a purple trail that leads you north. I'm following that trail. Okay. You just <laughs> keep running after the trail, you're like, ah, oh, that trail looks familiar. I know that purple smoke. You know what's going on. You know where to go. You take off north. Pandy, you are starting to close in on this Kenku. And even though there are people around, you feel like uh, you are within range, definitely spellcasting range. So I'm within 30 feet? Yeah. You've closed down to 30 feet. The Kenku keeps getting bounced around by people because, you know, they're not very common. Most people don't trust Kenku, and so they see Mm -hmm. a Kenku running down the street, and they're not exactly going to make its life easy. All right, I'm going to cast Sleep on it. Ooh, nice. All right. Wave of the wand. Okay. Gesture and some sleepy time tea. I just kind of spritz okay. in that direction. 17 points of sleep. Wow. 
Whoa. Uh, it literally is running along. And you see it literally just kind of go, slump. And you see a couple people around it go, <laughs> Sorry, folks. You're caught in the it literally the just falls asleep as it was running, and it slides along the cobblestones for a couple feet and comes to a stop. I hastily search it. Hastily search it. Okay. You search it. Give me a uh, perception or an investigation. Probably would be best. Okay. Actually. No eight. Eight. You do not find. The stone just rolling like the, this, <laughs> Then I'm gonna take it back off, mm-hmm. back to the place where I was before, and just take a right. Okay. Uh, that's gonna take you some time to backtrack. Sure. Gunesh, you come running along, and I imagine that given that you are City Watch, you probably have a way to move people out of your way. I'm blowing my horn. Okay. <laughs> Which they know is City Watch. Well, people start moving out of the way, and as you're running, you see a couple other kind of City Watchmen, because you're running through the streets, right? You know, yeah. block after block, do- dodging through people, jumping over barrels, sliding under things, pushing people out of the way, and you keep blowing your horn. And as you make your way through these city blocks, you eventually are joined by two other City Watchmen, and they're like, What's going on? Kenku is a thief. All right, so they have joined in running with you. We need him alive, though. They start blowing their horns as well. And uh, one of them says, I'm going to cut him off by going to the right. And another one says, I'll try and get him to flank him to the left. You know, and so they kind of dart off from you. Try and maybe a pincer move, I guess. Sure, sure. whatever they want to do, I'm just... You're running down, though, and you can see that you're now, you've made up enough progress that you're only about 30 feet away from him. Okay. I lost all of my stuff that I could throw at him from a distance. From so a distance. So I am just going to keep hustling and see if I can make up the distance. Okay. Well, you're close enough that if you want, you could maybe make a double move action or something? Yeah. I What I basically want to do is I want to tackle him. Okay. All right, yeah. You. Um, it, it takes a few more blocks, but you finally get close enough that you're about to tackle him. And you see in front that the two other city watchmen kind of step out about a block ahead of you two running. And the Kenku sees this and kind of begins to slow down, not knowing you're right behind him. So I bear hug him. And you plow right into the back of him. Mm-hmm. I don't think he'll make its strength roll for grappling. I think you will probably win that one. I'm just, I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it had an automatic fail. So yeah, you grab a hold of it and bring it down to the ground. I start. It's squawking to... and fighting you. So I wait until the other guys come. Yep, yep. They show up. Pick them up and hand it to them. Uh huh. And then start patting it down. Patting it down. Give me an investigation check. Nope, that's a five. That's a five. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you don't find anything. Damn it. We're just not good at finding anything. Mm. Rick, you're following this purple trail, mm-hmm. and it's weaving around and up and over barrels and down alleyways and over across uh, streets and up through buildings and then out through the upper story windows and then down across over building roofs and then back down on to the sidewalks and then through a street and then an alleyway. And every time, uh, you notice that you're getting closer and closer and closer and closer. And you see up ahead of you, you see this old tower. Mm-hmm. 
it's a dilapidated tower that, well, I don't know to you, it looks like it was built hundreds of years ago. Mm-hmm. But it has kind of that, you know, if you think about, well, if I was a wizard and I built my own tower, uh-huh. it might look like that. But hundreds of years ago. Sure, it's sure. just dilapidated and falling down. And you see the Kenku go uh, running towards the tower. And as he goes running towards the tower, he reaches out and he grabs a street urchin and takes him up into the tower to hide from you. Mm. And you hear in your voice, you see? See the good that you could do if you had that stone? See the bad that he does with that stone? Yeah. You yeah. were once in that boy's position. You should get it for yourself and show that Kenku who's boss. I will. So you go darting into the old tower. Mm-hmm. Pendy, you circle in all of the mess. It takes a while to try and figure out back to where the force kind of split off. Sure. Um, say probably 15 minutes or so. Kind of, okay, you know, and then kind of, we, oh, we ran down this way, and then we ran that way, and then, okay, so left, right, right, and then back. Mm-hmm. And you kind of finally make your way back to that spot where they split. You don't know which directions the other two went in, but you do know the, the other directions of the other Kenku, which was uh, northwest, north, and east. Northwest is one, two, north is two, three, and east is five, six. So All right. I'm going east. You go east. So you take off running east. Okay. Ganesh, what are you doing? Um, I patted him down. I didn't find him. So I guess I am... Because there's no way I could find the other Kenku at this point. So I am just going to try and get this guy to the nearest station, I guess. Okay. And I know that he's he can't really give me any information, Kenny. A lot of squawks. I want to get him to a station... And then get word to... Uh, Blastwind? Blastwind. I was going to call him Blowhard. So, and get word to Blastwind that this Kenku was in a group of Kenku who now have the stone. Okay. Because maybe he can come in and Sherlock Holmes some information off this guy. Aha, uh-huh, I see. All right. Well, you know that there is kind of like a city watch patrol office sort of thing uh, about six or seven blocks away. Start heading there? Mm-hmm. Okay. Pandy, you, as you are kind of following along, you can see bits of broken boxes. You see a couple barrels that have been knocked over. You see spilled apples that someone is picking up. It's clear that someone came through here. Okay. And it takes you a while, and this path leads in just another twisty, windy way through the city until finally you, you, you get up into an area, and you're kind of just starting to give up. You're like, I, I have no idea now. When you hear uh, a couple people standing on the street talking about the city watchman tackling this Kenku. You say you saw city watchman tackle a Kenku. Where, where, which way did they go, please? I did. I did. Right there. They tackled him. Oh, that's very I exciting. I mean, laid yes. him out. He, oh. like, came from all the way back yeah, there, and does. he just laid them. I mean, it was like it was like being hit by a cart, just knocked that bird down. Yeah, he does that, yes, it's a thing. He had some help, he had some help, let's be honest, but okay. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, mm. he hit that thing so hard. And then went which way, please? Um, oh, oh! You know, that's looks an over exciting his, part of the story. He looks over at his friend, he says, do you know which way they went? And his friend says, uh, well, I think uh, they probably went uh, to the... Well, didn't they take them down to the station? 
That's, I mean, that's where I would go, was down to the state. Unless they took him for a drink. Maybe they took him for a drink. Feeling sorry and all for knocking him down. I think they probably took him to the station. And he, the other guy, then he looks at you and he says, They probably took him to the station. I don't think they'd take him for a drink. Would you take a guy that you knocked down, you know, because they were doing something bad. Have done so, yes. Um, for a thank drink. You. Which way to the station, please? Oh, Oh, well, that's just a few blocks over this way, and points over their shoulder. I just take off for that way. <laughs> pedestrians. Yeah. All right, you They're take so off. Pedestrian. Uh, huffing and puffing, you finally arrive at this uh, city watch office slash station thing, and you see Gunesh is standing in there. You see a few other city watchmen are in there, and you see behind this bars, you see is a Kenku. You got him. Good job! Well, I got one of them, and not the one with the stone. Oh. Oh, that's not good. I assume you didn't get... I got one, but not one with the stone. Well, then let's hope Brick has better luck than the both of us. Oh, well, he's good at finding things. We've seen that. While I'm waiting around for them to do their thing mm-hmm. as a ritual, I'm going to summon my sparrow familiar. going to say, maybe pick mm-hmm. up a pip here? Yeah, a little All pip. Right. Bring in pip. All right, you're standing out in front of this uh, tower, and you mm-hmm. see that Kenku has taken one of the street urchins inside. And you hear, can hear the stre- street urchin trying to fight back, yell yeah. and scream. And the first thing that comes to your mind is all of the times that adults took you against your will somewhere. Mm-hmm. I'm furious. Okay. Or feeling it. So all right. I'm charging in, chasing. Uh, yeah, you go charging into the tower. You see that there is kind of a vestibule that then opens up into this round, circular, sort of spiral staircase that works its way up uh, to the top. Mm. And I assume you are... Yeah, I'm going up the stairs. You go running up to the second floor, and you see over against one of the arrow slots, you see the Kinku. He has a dagger out, and he has the kid. And you see that he has his wing around the kid like this, and in his hand... You see the s- stone, which Ooh. can only be the stone. Does it look anything like a toe? Not at all. It is an oval stone, something like, looks like almost the kind of stone that you would skip across the water. Oh, yeah. Jade in color with what looks like three eyes carved into it. Cool. It's glossy, greenish-gray stone, and it looks as though it fits in the palm of your hand. And all right, roll initiative brick, but you know oh. Okay, 21. So I point my finger at the Kenku, mm-hmm. and I say, Surrender! And I cast command on him. Oh! Oh, look at you! Mm-hmm. Not screwing around, huh? Nope. Fails the saving throw. What did you say? It's a one-word Surrender. Word. Surrender. He drops uh, the dagger. Uh, moves his sort of winged arm back out of the way. The kid just like bolts, mm-hmm. right? And he drops the stone. So I slowly walk up, mm-hmm. grab the stone. Uh-huh. And you hear in your ear, you hear, kill him. Oh, I swing at him. 13. 13 hit. All right, that is 10 points of damage. Whoa, tell me, Brick, how do you kill this Kenku? I crush all of its little bird bones. Oh. Smash! Mm. Mm. Well, you, this got dark. You pick up the stone and you hear a voice 
in your ear say, now it's time, Brick, for us to change the world. Yeah. How do, how do I do that? Trust me. Okay. I will. But what then? Just think of being able to have anything you want. Oh, there's a lot of things I want. Thank you for listening to Heroes Not Included. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to rate and review us. We'd love to hear from you. You can find all our episodes on Podbean and on our website at heroesnotincluded.com. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe today using your favorite podcast app. Also, you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash heroesnotincluded. And finally... Our podcast is supported by Josh Heddle, Allison McManus, Shane Fetters, Jake McNinch, Amy Trout, and Matt Mitten, along with all our awesome patrons. To become a patron and gain access to our special patron-only podcast, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash heroes not included. Until next time, be the hero.